0: Ladies and gentlemen, warning. Spoilers ahead.
1: Ali, my good friend. University of Melbourne, here we come. 96.2,
0: huh? Maybe we should not be so vocal in our celebration. We must remember not all can bask under God's glory.
2: If
0: the Prophet has not banned gambling... I would bet my entire house that Ali would have a higher score than the way. Two. Life enough, Ali. I'm own Ali turned out Can you hear it? There's no man alive smarter than his father. i be only his son.
2: I got 96 also. Point four. I would have won a house! <laughs>
0: Good evening and welcome
2: to television. G'day! Hello! Hello! Hey! Hey! hey. Whoa! I'm Owen Stellini.
0: And I'm a Philip Hunting and welcome to Fred Watch, where we view and review everything from the mainstream to the obscure.
2: Absolutely, mate, and welcome to another Fred Watch lockdown special.
0: Yes! Staying together while we're keeping ourselves apart, please welcome back Kendall Richardson. Hello, everybody. And Fulia Kandamachi. Hello. So, Wayne, what are we reviewing today?
2: Today, we're reviewing the 2017 Australian romantic comedy, Ali's Wedding.
0: Please explain.
2: After telling a reckless lie, Ali, Osama Sami, the son of a Muslim cleric, played by Don Honey, finds himself caught between his sense of duty and following his heart. But it'll be up to Ali to decide if he should go along with his arranged marriage to Yomna, Maha Wilson, or be with Diane, Helena Sawaris, the girl he truly loves. Winner of the Best Original Screenplay Actor and nominated for eight other awards, Jeffrey Walker's film is an examination of the conflict of living up to expectations and following your true path. But Kendall, were you front and centre... At Ali's wedding?
1: Mm, very good question, Wayne. Thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I have heard about this film when it came out and the rave reviews it got and the many award nominations as well. And it was also quite popular at my work amongst my customers. So as soon as this was suggested for one of our lockdown specials, I was all on board to check this film out. And I'm very, very happy to have seen it and to report that I really enjoyed it. However, it did take me a while to find my footing within it. Just, I'm, I don't want to, I'm not going to get political or religious, but I i don't agree with the beliefs portrayed in this film, and I understand that as a part of their culture and what they believe, and that is totally fine. It's absolutely fine, but I don't agree with it. So I'm just going to preface that, by saying that about that, because that's how I feel. But anyway, in terms of it, being in the film, I didn't have a problem with it. It was just, I had to go, okay, all right, yeah, because I'm very feminist. So I was just like, okay, all right, the women are in a separate room. I don't, okay, okay, yep, this is a, yep, and the arranged marriages, yep, okay, cool, cool, cool. I just had to really, it took me a while. It was very jarring. So, But once I was able to accept that this is their culture and the way that they live, and this is clearly seems to be very realistic in its portrayal in this movie, because you know it's all based on a true story. I was able to find myself really enjoying the film for what it was and the story it was telling. The part that made me, like, really, you know, really fall in love with this movie was pretty much in part to the uh, cast. I really, really loved the entire cast of this film. Every single actor gave a phenomenal performance. And I was blown away with the fact that <laughs> this is actually Osama Sami's, like, real. Life story. Like, <laughs> I had no idea. I mean, yeah, I, you know, the movie opens, you see, based on a true story. I was like, okay, awesome. You know, I love a good true story film. But then at the end, I, when it was kind of revealed that it was him, I was like, oh my God, that's fantastic. But how surreal would that have been for him to be like being filmed? you know, around Melbourne for this movie about his life and getting to kind of relive these moments, you know, albeit maybe a slightly heightened sense, I suppose. But maybe I think that worked to the film's advantage, having him as not only the writer of, you know, one of the writers, uh, one of the producers on this film as well, but having him play himself brings uh, a really beautiful authenticity to his character of Ali, throughout this entire thing I bought everything he was selling like he was so charming and so natural and down-to-earth like a really really nice on-screen presence as you know and especially because I've never seen him in anything before but yeah I was just I was really blown away and and Don Honey as well I think was just oh man I (laughs) I really I really loved his performance as his father that was yeah he was he was just brilliant and moving and the way he he would speak with such wisdom and have such grace to him and such humor like he was still very much you know of the ways of his homeland and his faith of course but he wasn't so that he couldn't like accept Australia and where they're where they are now and the fact that some of his children have been born here and they're going to be growing up a bit differently and especially with Ali obviously not really adhering to what he may- maybe had imagined Ali would would grow up to be like I and and the fact that he was understanding of that by the end of the film I'm so glad that that happened because I was so worried like especially towards the end after the that harrowing reveal of of all of Ali's lies coming back mm. to haunt him Uh, in the mosque which is a really really great scene but holy crap full on yeah I was I was fully expecting the whole you know I'm disowning you that's it because he said I'm done I'm like and everything oh actually that was not in the mosque it was before the mosque anyway but the whole thing the whole sequence the whole reveal from from the you know the private quarters in their house to the mosque was all very intense, and but very well done. But yeah, I was really glad that they didn't go down the route of strict, devout kind of father who will have it his way or no way. And he kind of accepted Ali by the end of the film for who he is. And I I think you could see that anyway with the way Don Honey performed, because throughout the film you get that sense of he's he's going to be accepting on some level. But I I just didn't... These kinds of films with these kinds of stories generally don't go that accepting kind of route by the end. So that was a pleasant surprise. I really enjoyed. Probably my favorite character in the film was Diane, though, played by Helena Sawiris. She was awesome. She was hands down my favorite just because she was just this feisty, headstrong kind of woman who just knew, like, yes, she was, things were different for her and always going to be different for her because of, you know, the role of the woman in the Muslim faith and how that works but I love the fact that that she didn't let she didn't want to let that stop her from achieving her goals you know learning medicine becoming a doctor and you know obviously Ali kind of made things great for her and then made things terrible for her Um, (laughs) she she still persevered and I just really loved the way Helana herself actually just you know portrayed that like I really I really enjoyed the the moments where like at, at the university the way she would like She's taken Ali under her wing, but she wouldn't. She still wasn't putting up with his shit. Like she's like, you need to learn this by this time, or I'm done. Like you know, she just you know, she laid down the law, and it, it was great. And and I believe the chemistry quite well between the two of them as well. Like just the way it was it didn't seem the two of them like falling in love was not something that felt forced or anything it felt very natural the film like the film was paced really really well to show that progression of their friendship to you know relationship and and all of that and i really loved it and the way the film ended and i know it's funny because in so many rom-coms the airport is such a cliche (laughs) but but it was really nice and refreshing to see it done in such a kind of different way, you know, because usually... Because, you know, when you find out at the start of the movie, he's on... when he, Which I love the intro to the film, by the way. Him on the tractor with the cops. That was hilarious. <laughs> Hysterical. Uh, <laughs> it was so good. And, yeah, and, you know, you find out he, he needs to get to the airport and, you know, the movie's called Ali's Wedding. I'm like, okay, he's chasing the girl. But then they flip that expectation on you. And, yeah, it's based on a true story, but it's still... It still, you know, it still works. I love. I just that whole montage at the end of him going to the airport day in, day out, night in, night out. Just and and hanging signs on the pumps and everything. I just, yeah, it was so adorable and so wonderful. Yeah. So and then when she was finally there, like it wasn't the reveal, wasn't entirely cliched. I suppose. Like I kept guessing in my head where it was going to go, when she was going to rock up, and when she rocked up, it was not wasn't entirely unexpected. I was like, oh, no, this is nice. This is really, really good. And they're just so sweet together as well. And I really enjoyed Halana's performance during the scene where she loses it at Ali and said, you know, it goes, you fucked up my life. You know, I have to go back to Lebanon and, and I divorce you. I divorce you a thousand times over. I divorce you. Like, I just, that was, that was amazing. I really, yeah, really, really big fans of, yeah, pretty much the entire cast, as I've said. And a special shout out to Ryan Kaur as Wazza. <laughs> oh, my God. Every time I see Ryan Kaur in something, I'm like, yes, I'm in for a treat. He's so great. And I, I have not seen him play a, a complete yobbo like this. <laughs> like, And that was just, just he had the best like one-liners in the film. Him him and Ali's brother were just so funny to me. Just the way they, they spoke and the way they carried themselves. They were very, very, very funny. No, I really, I really, I really liked it. I really did. Like, yeah, like I said, it took me a bit to come around. Once, once I was in, I was in, I'm like these characters, I keep, have pulled me in now to this story and I'm invested and I want to see where this goes. And it was, yeah, it was a beautiful story. Fulia, what are your thoughts?
3: I have the same thought as you. I don't really agree with a lot of the things that are part of the Muslim faith, but Mm. I understand it's what, whatever they believe in, that's what they believe in. So, and I respect that. So for me, it did sort of take me out a little bit, even though I have to say I can sort of relate to the film, being that I'm also Middle Eastern myself. Mm. So when uh, Ali's wedding was brought to the table for Fred, watch, I was very happy to watch it because I've heard so many great reviews about this. I know people who have seen it when it first came out. They were really happy to have seen it. And so I've been waiting and waiting to watch it. And I'm glad we get to watch it now. Uh, (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah, as I was saying, getting into it was a little bit difficult. I myself have never been in a mosque. So I never knew the things that actually happened within a mosque. But I kind of understood that that's what was going to happen. So even though I've never been to one, never experienced it, I kind of figured that that was going to be the case with the separation of the men and the women. I I didn't realize that they put on performances <laughs> in a mosque. Oh,
1: that's what I forgot to mention. But yes, yeah, go on. <laughs> you you say, you say, you
3: go. You that was the one thing that threw me off a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> since when do they put on performances in a mosque? I don't like, okay, like I've said, I've never been in one, but I, I never thought that, that's what they would do in a mosque. But I suppose, depending on the community, maybe uh, certain mosques put on mini-shows like that to sort of entertain, I suppose, but also to send a message. So I kind of get it, but at the same time, they're trying to put on these sort of comedy performances in a mosque, and I'm thinking, "Uh, I've never heard of this before, what's going on. (laughs) Well,
0: to to be fair, we put on shows in churches, so that actually made a lot of sense to me, personally. Uh,
3: Okay, well, being that I've never really been in a a religious (laughs) building before, I I had no idea. (laughs) Fair call, fair call. (laughs) Okay, the performances of all of the actors were amazing. I have to say, Osama Sami was great so the fact that it was from his own life made sense that he would be the actual main character for this so <laughs> i mean for him to be able to put on an act but still be able to put on the same emotions that he went through in real life that's a, that's a, a testament to his acting to be honest and for him as a person to be able to go through the same thing over again And to relive that must have been a little traumatizing, I suppose. (laughs) I mean, I definitely would have thought that myself. But anyway. And Sheikh Mahdi, played by uh, Don Honey. Oh my goodness. Definitely. I agree with you, Kendall. He definitely came across very wise. And same with you. I am glad that he didn't end up as being the strict type of person um, that I hear about other Muslim men, I suppose the fact that he was still understanding to his own children that he still wants the best for them and that he just wants them to be happy, which is the main thing that I would definitely give that message to my children if I have ever have any and i love I loved his his sincerity in that in that character, so I'm really glad that, <laughs> that, that, was, that that was the case in the film. Who else can I mention here? Yes, Halana Suarez, a great casting choice for Diane. The fact that uh, she was the smartest of the community, and the fact that Osama actually, uh, sorry, Ali, that, uh, that Ali mentions this to the mosque even though all the men are like, no, 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 don't worry about her. You're the smartest because you're the one who got the 96, which when, I, when that scene happened, I was fuming.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm me I'm like, too. how
3: dare you? <laughs> but when Ali was like, no, no, but we still have to give her credit. She is the smartest of the community. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you very much, Ali.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cheers thank to you. that.
3: Yes. <laughs> so I am, I am really happy that that was mentioned as well. Man, like that scene where Diane breaks down because of all the lies that she has, you know, found out from Ali. Man, that broke my heart because it just, it's like, how dare you? How could you do this to me? You could see the emotion coming through. And it felt so genuine. And I love that. And yeah, I I have to say there were some tears for me during this film, especially the scene where they did the flashback with Ali and his older brother. Mm -hmm. And the Mm -hmm. fact that his older brother stepped on a landmine and his his brother Mm -hmm. actually saved Ali Mm -hmm. from that. That, for me, was really sad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But... Overall, the film was definitely something truly amazing. I really enjoyed it from start to finish. And, yeah, I just commend everybody, including the crew. That must have been a, that must have been a really, really great film to, to be a part of. How about yourself, Philip? What did you think of the
0: film? I feel really, really bad now. Because, <laughs> to me of all the films I've watched this was one of them it just it it i know it sounds like I'm being really harsh right now but it was good but for me it wasn't stand out i i think i attribute a lot of it to culture shock i think i attribute it a lot to trying to sort of keep up with 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 things that that i again i'm being very broad and very harsh here but things that western films have sort of themes and stuff have dealt with already like i i kept getting flashbacks so and it's such a it's such a different film to this so i don't know why i kept getting flashbacks to this but billy Elliot, billy Elliot kept cropping up in my mind and i'm sitting there going why why this because other than maybe the whole family stuff the whole the whole Fitting in and and pleasing families and stuff like that. It's got nothing to do with each other whatsoever. But, end of the day, I just... I feel really, really bad now. Because I've obviously not gotten the experience you guys have gotten. Because to me, it was a good movie. There's very little I could specifically critique about it. But I just didn't find myself engaged. I didn't find myself... Drawn into the world, I sort of found myself, you know, zoning in and out of the movie, which is never a good thing for me, but because you know, it's easy for me to uh, zone out with my ADHD. So now hearing you guys talk about it, I kind of want to know what
3: I missed. I suppose, in that instance, for me, it was the relatability and the fact mm. that I, my like, my f- family is sort of similar to this and that's probably why I was really engaged in it.
1: Mm. I get where you're coming from in a way just uh, I mean I don't understand what, <laughs> I don't understand why you weren't engaged because I thought the actors were great. But that's my opinion. That's fine. That's different. But I can get where you're coming from in terms of like you know this was a movie I watched because mm. like this is not an entirely original story. Like, I mean, I alluded to in my little spiel. Mm. Like, it's there. There are yeah, there are some cliches here, and it is a it is a story that has been told many times, in many different ways, many different formats, and all of that. But I think what really is the, is the point of Ali's wedding is to kind of just the fact that it's uh, it's told through this lens of the Muslim yeah. community in Melbourne, and I think that's what sets it apart. And the fact that you know, like I also said, that there's some of the cliches and expectations. Are subverted, they differ from your your standard rom com fare enough mm. that I think I think you can you can forgive the f- you know the film for being a romantic comedy because yeah, what yeah. it what it what it does with the conventions it does differently I think yeah. but that's just Al- that's just for my money yeah
0: also doesn't help that I'm not a huge rom com fan but that aside okay there, um, there it is, <laughs> there it is. No, no no well that doesn't help, but that that's also to the degree that I was with this it was a lot different. I think I need to give this one a second watch. I honestly do. Which is not something I often say about a movie that didn't engage me, because I'm like, even when I was watching it, I was like, brilliant acting, brilliant directing, editing, etc. but I was just, the story could not pull me in far enough to really be engaged well enough, and I'm actually found myself disappointed, especially now hearing everyone else... Uh, <laughs> I found myself rather disappointed at myself for that. Whether that's the movie or myself or whatever, I don't know. But yeah, it
1: could just—it could just be. Maybe this is just not for you. This film, I guess. Well,
0: uh, possibly, but I mean, yeah, I, I've watched movies. I mean, (laughs) Wayne will attest that I've watched plenty of movies that are not for me and still had a visceral reaction one way or the other. (laughs)
2: True. (laughs) (laughs) Don't we all? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um,
0: So, yeah, so, like... I I'm As I said, I, there's not a lot I can bring to this one. I, I am terribly sorry, but... Wayne, how are you going to be able to lift this review back out from the hole that I just dug?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, Philip. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to your individual reviews, it's quite interesting that this film's been, I guess, polarising for lack of a better word. I wasn't expecting that, to be honest. Having watched the film, I thought... Yeah, there'd be different opinions, but maybe some consensus. So I'll just give my background into, I suppose, my relationship with this movie. It is a film that I have heard of and I'd seen heavily promoted in the city and had never seen. And really, it was never on my radar after its theatrical run. And then it's appeared online on SBS On Demand, which is where we've been able to stream it on. And I was like, oh, yes, I know of this movie. And, you know, reading the synopsis, I was like, oh, okay. And so you're right. I think perhaps maybe having knowledge of the Islamic faith may help automatically, I guess, connect to this world or not. So for myself, I'm not... Muslim. I've had Muslim friends for as long as I've been in school and, you know, have had insights into the faith and the community and and cultures that are different to my own. And I studied Middle Eastern history in university and got to learn a bit more. I am, however, by no means an authority (laughs) on any of this. So Mm -hmm. I definitely do come into Ali's wedding as a complete outsider. But there were things that I was aware of. I knew that in the mosque, men and women were segregated. I knew of usually a conservative manner of of family and faith and friendships and community interactions and engagements. There were things that I did not know, which were actually quite a pleasant surprise, such as... Ali's mum breaking eggs uh, to ward off the evil eye. I'd never seen that before and that was actually yeah. uh, quite lovely to watch. And when he's going on his first day of university, I say in air quotes, <laughs> 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 um, you know, she splashes water at his feet as well. Another lovely symbolism. That
3: little thing is something that Turkish community does as well. So, yes. whenever someone is travelling, for us it was it's more about travelling overseas or just interstate or whatever Mm. and it's it's sort of a way to just send them on the on their way with luck and make sure they get there in one piece type of thing
2: and for me moments like that are quite lovely so i did not understand or get that from that moment but i didn't need to because it was Mm. an insight into a culture into traditions that i am not privy to or accustomed to or involved in so despite having some pre-knowledge into, uh, I guess, Muslim traditions, I, again, am not an authority on the faith or its customs or its people, but I was comfortable, I suppose, with what was unfolding because I understood the, the basic framework. There were things that surprised me as well, such as the performances in the mosque. But we see that that is really up to the person who is really running the service so Sheikh Mahdi in this in this circumstance because he has opposition you know he's sort of nemesis <laughs> in the mosque obviously wants to go for a more traditional and conservative manner of mm. discussing what's in the Quran and and morals and 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 fables and stories and life lessons and advice because when it looks like that he's about to sort of take over there's lots of objections like no it'll be boring <laughs> because somebody <laughs> who is there to inspire faith and self-reflections knows it is important to keep your audience Engaged and this is why Mahdi is such a wonderful character and such a wonderful person played beautifully by Don Honey as well, I might add. In terms of where I stood once this film began, when we open with Ali on the tractor there, you kind of go, yeah, you feel like, okay, I am in a rom-com, right? S- straight off the bat, <laughs> you know. This is and you and you <laughs> yeah. know, you know, okay, this is obviously the climax, and we're gonna be like, okay, well, this is how I got here. And you know what? A film called Ali's Wedding. I'm not surprised it's a romantic comedy. There's no secret about it. So you go, okay, let's go. Let's have fun with this. I'm expecting the tropes and the signposts that we're in a rom-com. I'm okay with that. It's a genre film. Yes, we are happy when genre movies subvert expectations. Well, we're happy sometimes, I suppose, if they do it well enough. But mm. if they don't, aren't we okay with that? Because, well, this is the genre. And this is why we watch this particular genre. So I was on board pretty much from the get-go. I was chuckling from the moment this movie began. Mm -hmm. And I have to say, though, I was 100% on board with this story, with Ali, with the world that I was about to enter as Mm -hmm. soon as the title card came up, based on a true story, unfortunately. And I was like, right, (laughs) I'm with you. And I have to say, throughout the entire film, I was either chuckling, or and there were some moments where I was really laughing out loud. Uh, I had a smile on my face, and other times I was deeply moved, especially when we get to that backstory, when we see what Mahdi had to do to get his family to a safe space and then forge the community and build a community. No wonder the expectations for his children, and for Ali especially, are so high. Because of that trauma, because of that sacrifice. The movie does such a wonderful job at playing with intergenerational issues and conflicts and also intercultural and multicultural conflicts as well. Anybody who comes from a background that is not Anglo-Saxon and lives in Australia can relate to this. So, again, I'm not a part of the faith depicted here, but when I've gone to Mass, I've seen theatrics and performances in order to keep the congregation engaged. And they're the type of services that you want to go to. And sometimes, even if you don't particularly believe, agree with, or understand the message, you at least appreciate the delivery (laughs) because you're not bored, I guess, and at least warrants some sort of discussion. And again, I think that's why Mahdi is such... wonderful cleric as well in this regard and why he's held in such high esteem it's really sweet how Ali does reflect upon his father and wants to do all of these things and yes does spin lies to make him proud and to keep him proud because there is all of this sacrifice let it not be for absolutely nothing so again I was on board all the way through I was thoroughly engaged and I felt like the film was able to not take itself too seriously we have that older gentleman who has multiple wives who are covered and there's just some gorgeous gags there you know we cut away and we see them sipping on the coca-cola and then there's the photo smile everybody and just little hints like that I think I just said from a really pure place but are really quite amusing as well What I also liked was the way that Ryan Corr's character, Waza, was used in the film. Now, he's not in the movie a lot, but he's there to represent those of us who are not deeply within this community. Again, we've all got friends who are a part of the islamic faith but that doesn't mean that we understand the faith or its customs its traditions and we may not even agree with them whether it's from another religious point of view a political point of view a social point of view that's perfectly fine this is australia and this is why we're the world's most successful multicultural society because we live side by side Well, this is the goal and the dream, and hopefully 9 out of 10 times that's exactly how we're doing it. It's not perfect, I suppose. But Ryan Korswaza is absolutely outstanding because he is the clueless outsider. He has that amazing line, and I say amazing from a script point of view, when Ali is lamenting the fact that he is promised to somebody now, he's engaged to somebody, but his heart belongs to Diane. And Waza says, Well, aren't you allowed to have like 72 wives? And it's.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I loved it.
2: And it's said from not a, a malicious point of view, fr- from an ignorant point of view, yes, I suppose, but it's an ignorant point of view that comes from genuine honesty and wanting to help his mate out. <laughs> um, clearly, I guess the question might have been addressed at some point off camera <laughs> because the stops trying to help <laughs> from that point on. <laughs> but I loved it because he's speaking on behalf of those of us who don't really understand the intricacies of this culture here. And I love it. I love it as an insight into a culture that I am not actively a part of. I actually felt involved and included Watching this film, I I genuinely did. I was never kept at a distance. Watching the family do their thing, just go about their daily life, and Ali digging a bigger hole for himself with every lie and every scenario that he found himself in, I was on his side the whole way through. And I think what the magic of Ali's wedding is, especially being a romantic comedy, is that it uses this framework and these structures to its advantage. So this is touted as Australia's first Muslim romantic comedy. It was made in 2017, people. That says a lot. So for those of us who aren't familiar with these cultures and customs, using a framework that we're used to makes the story accessible. Mm. And again, I was involved and I was included the whole way through and absolutely adored this movie. It isn't perfect though, I have to say. And one of the things that distracted me a lot and I guess took me out of it when it really shouldn't have and I didn't want it to, but I just could not shake it, was the fact that Osama Sami was about He's, you know, in his mid-30s when he made this movie. And, yes, it is his story Uh. and he's telling his story. But he's playing, what, an 18-year-old, 19-year-old at the most? And Don Honey is about seven years older than him. And it shows when they have their heart-to-hearts, when they have their scenes. Most of the times I could just see it and I just felt that Osama was looking too old to play his son, was looking too old to be at the same... Age and first-year university student as Diane, and this took me out of it sometimes. Like, I had to then work just that little bit harder in those moments when I wasn't being distracted by the wonderful humour used in here. There are outstanding performances across the board here, though, I have to say, and I feel like that this movie really does have its heart in the right place, and for me, it succeeded beyond my expectations. So, I'm clearly a fan of Ali's Wedding, and we've had a bit of a mixture of reviews so far, but, Kendall, did you have a specific moment or performance or line that you absolutely loved in Ali's Wedding?
1: Yes, I definitely did. I mean, I've already touched upon in my intro about how certain actors, certain characters I really, really loved. Like I said, Helena Sawiris was my favourite as Diane. Her performance was everything. Her character was everything. And I was with her every step of the way and yeah just for the pure comedy sake ryan core <laughs> ryan core as was uh, again just have to yeah have to shout him out because yeah i'm a big fan of his work and yeah i really really enjoyed those light-hearted moments and wayne i'm not mm. going to repeat what you said because you summed it up perfectly about his his role in this
3: film
1: <laughs> it's a very good point very, very good point. In terms of dialogue, I, I really had a couple. There were a couple of lines that I wanted to share that I really enjoyed. <laughs> so there was an exchange between was it is it Louay the the snobby
3: mm.
1: <laughs> the snobby uh, son of the other the other sheikh
2: yeah um, <laughs> Ali's nemesis <laughs> Ali's nemesis
1: yes no he was he was really good. But I loved this particular scene where, because you know, throughout the scenes at uni, you know, he's keeping a, a watchful eye mm. on Ali. He knows he's up to something from the get-go. He knows it's it's all fake. But when he approaches Diane about what's going on between the two of them and him with his studies, and she just completely deflects, and because <laughs> <laughs> he's like woman, and he and she says, "My name is Diane. He's, is it true?" And then she shows ID, <laughs>
3: and
1: then and then she and then he keeps he keeps refusing to pay attention to her deflections, and she's like, "You want a hundred points of ID <laughs> to prove who I am? I just I thought that was I just loved how spunky that was of her, just to kind of like, you're you're a complete dickhead, leave me be." <laughs> and I thought it was very very funny. Another another di- like piece of dialogue I really enjoyed that i i thought was kind of interesting was you know during the scene when ali is frantically putting a plan together on the spot to you know i've figured out a way for you and i to be together diane you know because the the play's going to detroit and i'm gonna go there and and i'm gonna we're gonna get away you know you're gonna come and we're gonna get away from from living here and he says in america we can live like australians Mm. and i thought i God, I I really liked that line. I thought it was so interesting, especially considering, and like you said, Wayne, like Australia is one of the, probably one of the leading countries in terms of multiculturalism and acceptance of that multiculturalism. I mean, yes, we're not perfect, obviously, Mm. but compared to other nations, we're pretty awesome in that aspect. But (laughs) the fact that they're like, you know, we're here in this nation where we should be able to live as we please, but we're still bound by the the traditions of the faith that our families come from uh, and the nation that we come from originally. And so we've we've just traded one thing for another. The, the location doesn't matter. We're still stuck here. And the fact that he's like America of all places, America of all places, that they're like, we'll go as Muslims and live there and be free. Mm. And I'm just thinking holy shit. And then you, you know, and then you get the freaking hilarious but completely unsurprising <laughs> just... They get detained. Yeah, I, I, you know that scene. That scene at first was a bit because I'm like, that's not a real American accent, for one, <laughs> yeah. which was fu- which was funny. But yeah, and then you know having that the the realization that the that he's talking about the Essendon bombers, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and trying trying to explain to, to this customs officer in America, and they're very intimidating. I know I've been <laughs> <laughs> to like just try and convince because you know. We all know the way America works with race and indoctrination and all the discrimination that's built in to the way certain people seem to live in their society for some stupid reason. The fact that he was still, like, Ali was still so earnestly just trying to be like, America's going to be awesome, and, you know, they get there, they get detained, and then he's like, oh no, I'm talking about the bombers. You know, in Australia we have Aussie rules, AFL, you guys have NFL, same thing but different and he just doesn't buy a word of it and then and then they're on the plane heading back and I'm like oh god that's a long flight you went from melbourne to lax and back again <laughs> boy i feel i feel pain yeah it's long but yeah yeah i really i really enjoyed i mean sorry to go on a bit from that line but yeah i just really that that the way that was phrased and said just it spoke a lot to me clearly so one thing i'll say before i hand over to miss Fulia is i really enjoyed the The way that the film mixed comedy and drama so seamlessly and to like to a point where it doesn't ruin the tone Mm -hmm. like you still believe everything that's happening like you know because you know how some films struggle to really kind of balance tone in certain scenes And, and comedy is as we all know is so hard to do and get right. And you know, you may think you're very funny, but then you know, you put something out into the world and nobody likes it. It's a difficult thing to do. And I'm so, and then balancing comedy with drama can't be easy either, but this film makes it look so easy, especially just because you know, the funny moments are so funny. And I was laughing out loud quite a lot during this film, and it was great. I was highly entertained and amused. The fact that the film can then ground you in moments, like you mentioned Fulia, showing showing the death of Ali's older brother. That was out of nowhere. Like, I when, you know, he ascended the steps to the top of the mosque with his instrument and started playing, I was like, oh, this is beautiful. And then cut to him being there as his brother stepped on a landmine by mistake because of and it's just it was so heartbreaking. I didn't I didn't tear up, but I was I felt it because I'm like, that's 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 awful. That's, yeah, yeah, unimaginable, unimaginable pain. And just, I love the fact that the movie took that moment to acknowledge this piece of Osama's, Sami's history in his life, clearly, and put it into this romantic comedy, and it didn't ruin anything. It didn't cheapen anything. Uh, it was beautiful. Same thing when the sheik finds out that his mother's died. And, you know, we've been with the mother sort of, Throughout the film, just in terms of her presence always seems to be felt because he's always, you always get these little asides of him trying to get in touch, trying to find out. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, it's very similar to later in the film when, when Ali is trying to find out where Diane is, which I thought was nice, but just, you know, and then that moment where, you know, he finds out that she's actually died. And uh, he's lost his mother and years of separation that can't ever be replaced or fixed. And, you know, the fact that she had no idea that he was still alive either way was just, yeah. And then five minutes later, we're laughing at something Wazza says, and it's fine (laughs) and it's fine and I'm okay with it. And it was just, it was just done so beautifully. That was probably my favourite thing about the movie, I think. One honourable mention before I move on, sorry. But I just had to... I just have... The the bloody Saddam musical. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That was unexpected and just such a joy. Especially the way that, like, all of the men of the mosque threw themselves into just going full ham with the whole thing. and, And just really... Being just being so funny and and Ali's um, Saddam voice, oh my god, laugh my ass off. I mean, it was it was slightly awkward when he, you know, you first hear him using it. He's trying to sweet talk Diane. I'm like, oh why? Why yeah? <laughs> now now I'm like now I know now I know why his friend, his mates were like don't you do not do the voice I'm like oh what voice but then he was like he was talking in like a smooth croony kind of voice that like was a little different at first I was expecting then,
3: him to use that voice as soon as yeah. his friends are like don't use that voice I'm like it's, he's gonna use the voice
1: mm-hmm. yeah I didn't I didn't I didn't I didn't click and then he started talking like that and I was like oh my god what are you doing <laughs> but it's okay it worked out clearly, clearly it had an effect on her but yeah the, the scenes where they're rehearsing and then putting the play on and just that one shot of oh, the I think it's the uh, the other chic right the uh, Louis's father in the crowd and he's just deadpan like this is ridiculous why are we doing this <laughs> like it was that was that was great that was really really great because and, and I love that that you, you have that moment of like okay yeah it's really kind of beautiful that these people are acknowledging the tyrant that they uh, were so lucky and fortunate to get away from and they're humiliating him and it's fantastic. But then, you know, is everyone going to agree with them doing that? And I, so I really like that you get that little moment of, I mean, yeah, it's in his character because he's a dickhead. Mm. But yeah, it was nice to have a slightly different perspective. But anyway, those are my thoughts, my favorite things about Ali's wedding. Fulia, I want to hear what yours are.
3: <laughs> okay. I don't know how I'm going to be able to <laughs> continue from that. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I well, went on all too good. long.
3: <laughs> that's all good. I have to say, there's a lot of things in here that are kind of relatable for me, and one of those is the scene where they, where Ali and his parents, go to Yumna's family mm. to <laughs> to, <laughs> to ask for the, her hand in marriage, and the whole just before they end up going there, where he calls his buddy He was like, "Dude, how do I?" make sure that I don't end up getting married to this chick. (laughs) But then never finds out how. So he has to improvise. (laughs) And the similarity of the culture between, well, I suppose in the Arab culture and the Turkish culture in that sense is very similar where the male's parents and well, family will go to the female's family house and ask for their hand in marriage in that scene where the whole point is if he drinks the tea, it means he agrees to the arrangement. In the Turkish culture, for us, it's it's more of a they have to have the talk. They And so the son's parents will then ask the daughter's parents, can we have your daughter's hand in marriage, blah, blah, blah. In his case he didn't realize that he had to drink the tea. <laughs> but f- when I was watching this moment, when I was watching this scene, I'm like, okay, he's going to, he's doing this to be uber disrespectful to the family and to tell them, no, I am <laughs> disagreeing to these arrangements.'" <laughs> but was, you know, backfired on him when dad, the dad of the daughter, was like, he is so eager for the marriage that he drank before I did, <laughs> yeah. and the great. fact that he started adding in like multiple cubes of sugar into his tea, I'm just like, oh my god, that is going to be the sweetest tea ever, because <laughs> that that glass is not very big. It's it's like a hundred mils, maybe maybe a little bit, just a little bit over of a hundred mils of tea. <laughs> But oh my goodness! I think that particular moment, because of the relatability, for for me, was my favorite funny moment of that film. <laughs> like overall, there were it just Kendall's like pointed out so many of them has been so many really good moments. You know the the moment where he you know Ali's at uni inverted commas and he's <laughs> and his mother ends up coming to. <laughs> to come and, you know, distract him and get him out of <laughs> class. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, no, man, I am so glad that, you know, my parents never did that to me <laughs> for any reason because <laughs> that would be very embarrassing. <laughs> and just the fact that the, the, the fact that you, I recognize so many, like, so many different locations because this was made in the northern suburbs in like Brunswick and Coburg and all that sort of stuff and those are the areas that I know and so the moment I saw Sydney Road with the trams and going up to um, you know to Melbourne Uni those are the places that I know of because I've seen it I've experienced those areas so it made me feel very connected to this film in a way and that's what I really enjoyed about it. The fact that it's, it's, in, a, it's in the suburbs where I know that I have travelled to. <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're my favourite sort of moments in the film. How about you, Philip?
0: Um, as, as, as said before, you know, but I did have a few little highlights, uh, most of which have been mentioned already. I really enjoy how Sayed finally gets his, uh, what's coming to him in the end, but also specifically how when he does the "Who's with me?" and like three taxi drivers and the elderly man follows him, and only the elderly man's only following him because he's like, "Oh, look, he's he's marrying my I'm marrying his sister or sister-in-law or something like that." Yeah, you know, I'll be back, and it's just yeah. so beautiful. It's just, but. Other than, like, little moments like that, yeah, no, I'll just, again, I'll just sort of go back to things that have already been said, and again, this was a good film. I'm going to have to go and watch it again. Wayne, what really stood out
2: for you? I also liked the the tea ceremonial. <laughs> I thought that that was really well done and intense because i didn't know what the symbolism meant with how many sugars you put in and when to drink and what so uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and and you know what even though really the the premise of the film, the blobe you read, tells you that he is promised to somebody else who isn't Diane, so you know that whatever he does. It's going to solidify the arrangement into an engagement. But it still was intense to watch. And I absolutely love that. There are some amazing lines in here. But I have to say... I think my favourite line from Ali was the scene that you had indicated, Kendall, when he's telling Diane about their plan to move overseas and he says that he his his dream is to go to the States because Hollywood is always looking for people to play terrorists. And I yeah. just thought <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. And I love that yeah. at least that part of his dream came true <laughs> in the end. Yeah. So I just thought that, I thought that was funny because really, you know, we begrudge things like stereotypes and generalizations like that. He's embracing it because it's a work, it's Hollywood, it's a movie. <laughs>
1: yeah. He's, ta- he's taking advantage of it. Absolutely.
2: He's seeing everyth- anything that they might do together as a positive. I love the dynamics, though, between Ali and Diane, even though I have said that there were some uh, issues about the obvious age difference between the two. But you can't take away that beautiful rapport and the way that their relationship builds, especially from that moment in the convenience store part of the petrol station. Where you can see how much he likes her and how much he's trying, and he does the voice as an act of desperation, and she's just like, um, <laughs> loser. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, and I love how their conversation about chopper chops comes back later, and he yes, over yes. the Chupa screens Chups. brings them, and he's got $50 <laughs> worth of chopper chops, which I thought is yeah. absolutely beautiful. <laughs> There's gorgeous moments like, when uh, Sheik Mahdi is holding counsel in his lounge room and, and talking to the gentleman about having to divorce his wife because he, he's, he's said it, you know, three times. And how uh, Mahdi was able to, I guess, find a loophole or an interpretation <laughs> of <Yeah>. the text <laughs> to say, no, you can stay. And it's beautiful because Ali is witnessing that. He uses that lesson to allow himself to continue to pursue Diane after she says, you know, I divorce you a million times because that scene was a highlight for me. It was so beautifully dramatic, outstandingly performed by Helena. Suarez So I just thought that that was amazing. I do have to say though, the person who stole the show for me was Francis Duca as Zahra. Yes. Ali's mum.
3: She, she is an amazing mother character. Oh,
2: my goodness from the moment we meet her and she is so passionate about her baby bombers and she has like that (laughs) gorgeous line because they lose the match sort of like saying well you know why do i you know love and devote you so much when you just like break my heart (laughs) 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 Uh, because this is the thing this is what i love how quintessential australian is that to be that passionate about your football team and yet Mm-mm. in the film we have conversations when ali and don don't quite feel australian because of expectations placed on them but this family yep. behaves very australian little moments like that incredibly clever and so well done like you know it it it's such a multi-layered film with its visual cues as well I absolutely love it. I love the dynamics between the kids as well, Ali's brother and sister, and I love how they're all so different as well. I love that they fight. I just like they just, again, if you've got siblings, you can relate to this because, yes, you argue, but they're also your best friends. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Francis Duca also has what I think is just one of the most gorgeous lines ever, and it is such uh, a traditional mum to say. And this is when you know everyone's a bit weary about Diane, and she uses the analogy of a dishwasher. <laughs> about you think you know, it's like our dishwasher, you think it's brand new, but it's floor stock. It's yeah. absolutely
0: amazing.
2: And it absolutely had me in hysterics. Yeah, for me, look, again, so much to love. About this film. You've all mentioned so many highlights. I agree with all of them. Standout performer for me, Francis Dukar. Absolute perfection throughout (laughs) just throughout everything everything and yes the moment when she interrupts Ali's class with a suit is just I can see I could see my parents doing that
0: (laughs) I could just all be humiliated (laughs) by her
2: folks like I could see that happening again this this movie had me smiling throughout and um those highlights I've mentioned the highlights that you've all mentioned as well I they're they're up there on my list (laughs) 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 <laughs> as well. <laughs> so we've had mixed responses for Ali's wedding and have just discussed our favourite parts. But it's down to the final verdict and a score out of five. Kendall, over to you.
1: <laughs> okay. You know, I thought I actually thought the jig was going to be up when when they rocked up to the uni with the suit. Mm. I'm, and he's like, he's already in the tutorial where he shouldn't be, <laughs> and the, the the teacher is suspect, but not enough to kick him out. <laughs> and it's just. Oh, that was that sequence. Yeah, it was really great. Thanks for bringing that up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not really going to waffle on too much because I've already done a lot of that. And I've kind of said pretty much all I want to say about this film. I am, yeah, very happy to have finally seen it. And yes, like I said earlier, it was a bit jarring getting into the cultural aspects and and, and finding yourself immersed within this world and just how it differentiates from our own or my own personally was rough. But I mean, once I got over that, it just, I just, yeah, I was really, really happy to be involved in Ali's life and the friends and family and loved ones that are such a big part of it in this film. I just have to keep harping on about how great the cast is and just how consistent and wonderful each performer is with their job in this film. Like, I can't fault any of them. I'm just, yeah, I was just blown away by the whole thing. It was so charming, delivered beautifully. And I, I looked up because I I, I recognized the name Jeffrey Walker, and I was like, where do I know that from? He played Bronson in Round the Twist season two, and I was like, Ooh, I'm sorry, wow, <laughs> yeah, hmm, Bronson directed this movie. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit of a throwback, and he he's gone on to actually direct a lot of uh, not just not just feature films here in Australia, but in America, he's been directing a lot of TV as well so that was that was kind of kind of blew me away including a few episodes of Bones I was like oh nice yeah Yeah, but no he did a fantastic job with this with this piece as I said the pacing is so good the film doesn't drag at any point and the love story is believable and yeah Osama Sami Don Honey Helana Sawiris uh, yeah key standouts especially Helana as I've said yeah this is a film I would definitely recommend people check out absolutely I am going to rate it a three and a half out of five. Fulia.
3: I agree. The standout actors, Asama Sami, Don Honey and Helena Soares, amazing, amazing performances by them. And just the fact that I'm going to just reiterate how relatable this is for me. The fact that the Turkish culture is very similar to other Middle Eastern cultures. And it just... it really sucked me in this story and i was there from the beginning and it was great to see the first scene being this is what you're going to see at the end this is where i am now let me just go quickly flashback to the beginning on how it all started and i love those type of beginnings of the film and it gets you hyped up to be like okay so this is going to be interesting and we're going to find out what's going to happen how they got there and, like I said, very relatable, the fact that my parents were also well they didn't they didn't immigrate to Australia because the because the country was um you know being you know in some sort of civil war or, or anything like that at the time, but just purely for a more of a, a a better life a better financial life, i suppose is the reason why they came to Australia and so In that instance, I can't say that I understand what Osama Sami and his family went through, but I can understand what the character Diane would have went through. The fact that she's an Australian-born Lebanese girl, I'm an Australian-born Turkish girl. But in my family, my parents had a high expectation of me and my sister for our studies and our education and for us to get high esteem jobs, like for instance, like like being a doctor or a scientist or something like that. So I understood the pressures that Ali went through, I suppose we'll say. And in that instance, that's sort of where it hit me. But the fact that towards the end that Sheikh Mahdi was like, look, you should have come to me with your score in the beginning I still love you. I still want you to be happy. I want you to do what you want to do. For me, it just felt really relatable. And the fact that my parents had that high expectation of me back when I was still studying in high school, I understood the pressures. However, later on, the pressures eased off because it went from me to my sister. And because for me, it was like, all right, well, she's, she's working, she's got a job. Let's see what the youngest is going to come up with. So then the pressure went to my sister. So I kind of get where that whole thing came from because they want us to have a better life. They don't want us to live the way that they lived when they were bringing us up uh, when we were kids. So overall, this film was just wonderful. I was there from start to finish. And I will give it a
0: four out of five. Philip, so yeah, so obviously I'm going to have trouble rating this, but I can say that I really enjoyed the film, the actual film making. I did enjoy the actors for what they were doing with the material. So regardless of any storytelling issues I had, I can see this as a good film, very well put together, and. Obviously listening to everyone else very well told, I just need that second viewing. So with that in mind, I can't really dive into a sort of final verdict, but I can confidently say that my first viewing of this, I can give it a three out of five.
2: Wayne? Yeah, well, I absolutely adore Ali's Wedding. I think it is a gorgeous film. I think... It is one of the most charming, one of the sweetest, one of the most engaging Australian romantic comedies I have ever seen. And I've seen quite a few Australian rom-coms and I've seen quite a few Australian movies and it is absolutely up there. ...as one of our nation's very best... ...for many, many reasons... ...some of which I have mentioned. I did say it wasn't a perfect film... ...and, you know, I've mentioned some of those reasons. One of the others was that I... ...really enjoyed the character of Diane... ...a lot as well... ...and I wish she was just fleshed out... ...just that little bit more. And the reason I say that is because for me... ...the courtship that she has with Ali... ...is absolutely gorgeous... ...but they do seem to go from... Uh, you know, being interested to one another to the temporary wedding, to plans to immigrating to the United States quite quickly for me. I would have just loved that part of it, the tail end of their relationship at the film to just maybe be explored and drawn out a little bit more. That's a minor quip though, in what is an overall absolutely stunning movie. It is a a four-and-a-half-star film for me. You absolutely need to watch it. You need to own it, and you need to just fall in love. (laughs) So Hmm. we've had Ali's Wedding as our main review today, but we've been watching other things while in lockdown. Kendall, what can you recommend for us?
1: Well, I can recommend a certain film, another Australian film as well to boot, if you're looking for something feel good to lift your spirits, to give you some inspiration during these dark times, I would highly recommend checking out Ride Like a Girl. This is directed by uh, an Australian icon in her own right, Rachel Griffiths. And I watched this on Amazon Prime. And it's funny too because it kind of. <laughs> it also features an actor that we've previously talked about during lockdown, and that is Sam Neill. He plays the doting father, doting but strict father um, of Michelle Payne, played by Teresa Palmer in this film. So this is the true story of Michelle Payne's journey to winning the Melbourne Cup in 2015, being the first female jockey in history to win the Melbourne Cup. It's a beautiful story that just I, I really, really enjoyed. I really fell in love with the family family. The whole family of the Pains, like Michelle is uh, one of the youngest of 10 children and they're all jockeys uh, or they're all involved with horses. And it's just, it's just so wonderful to see the, the scene. There's a lot of beautiful scenes when they have, uh, like they feature the family dynamics and everything and, and Sam Neil's Paddy being the head of, you know, the patriarch of the family. I just, I really loved that stuff. But Teresa Palmer was brilliant as Michelle. And, you know, I didn't actually know that she went, like, some of the hardships she went through, you know, she she had a, a pretty severe fall a couple of years before her Melbourne Cup win that nearly cost her her life. But the fact that she was able to recover and actually go on to win the probably the biggest horse race in the world is just something else. And one really cool fact, Michelle's real-life brother, Stevie, who has Down syndrome, actually Played himself in the movie, and he was just beautiful. I Yeah, so I highly recommend. It's got a fantastic cast as well as Sam Neill and Teresa Palmer, the Sullivan Stapleton, Magda Zubanski, Brooke Satchwell, Shane Bourne, Mick Malloy. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a really beautiful, uplifting piece of cinema that I would highly recommend checking out on Amazon Prime right now during lockdown. I would give it a three out of five folia do you have a recommendation?
3: I do. I would highly recommend the Netflix show Lucifer. The first eight episodes of the fifth season is currently out as well. So there's, you know, five seasons for you to binge through. It is a devil that likes to play cop with an actual human cop. <laughs> and... <laughs> their relationship goes from just being partners to getting to the point where they've become lovers and oh my goodness there's drama but there's a lot of comedy there's all there's just a lot of heat in it as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll just emphasize that <laughs> and my goodness Tom Ellis just blows you away with his performance. It is amazing. He is so funny in this show and the comedic moments that he has, they are on point. They are so good. And his sass is just, oh, amazing. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So if you're looking for a good laugh uh, with a little bit of a romance and um, just... Some good old-fashioned cop action and, you know, murder mysteries. Lucifer, definitely check out Lucifer. I'll give it a five out of five. Philip?
0: So, of course, (laughs) you've taken the one I was going to (laughs) do. What? I am a huge Lucifer fan. (laughs) Absolutely love it. I've only gotten through the first few seasons at the moment because I am also fairly new to it, but the thing that drew me to it initially was Tom Ellis because of his role as Gary in Miranda, which is a BBC show uh, starring Miranda Hart, uh, comedy, all about her life, and it's just absolutely hilarious. So I saw Tom Ellis was starring in Lucifer, and I thought, oh, that's going to be fun, and it was, even though it's two completely different things. (laughs) <laughs> but as my backup, because I don't actually know where you can stream Miranda. I don't know if it is streamable. Kirsten's got them on uh, a DVD. My backup, I would have to then say, would be Last Week Tonight by John Oliver, which is streamable on Binge. So I actually love Last Week Tonight for my news, my, as a news outlet. It doesn't do all the day-to-day stuff so it's actually really nice just to sort of get a broad he, he takes on just it's sort of like a, a a a talk show host meets the news because he just sort of takes a few broad topics that have been you know thematic as of late and gives you a deep dive into that as opposed to mm-hmm. every night. And it's like once a week. So as opposed to every, you know, all the doom and gloom of all the time. So I actually really enjoy just sort of sitting down once a week, listening to what he's got to say, either going, oh, yeah, I totally agree, or nah, what the hell, and knowing full well that he can't hear me. And, yeah, so I recommend Last Week Tonight with John Oliver... I would give it a yeah, four out of five. Quite entertaining, quite informative. Definitely not uh Tom Ellis or uh <laughs> or, or the beauty of Lucifer, but you know, dems de breaks. And Wayne. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm going to just bring the mood down completely, I think, <laughs> with, my, with, <laughs> with, with my recommendation. But, you know, having uh, watched Ali's Wedding and, and, and really enjoying it, it did make me think of a movie that I have seen and that is currently streaming on SBS On Demand called The Devil's Double. And this is about an army lieutenant who is forced to be the body double of Saddam Hussein's son, Uday. And Latif, the lieutenant who's played by Dominic Cooper, is mm. sort of caught in this world because he's forced to take on this role that he doesn't want to take on. Especially because Uday Hussein has such a savage reputation and was a a, a very wicked man. And so we follow Latif as he's struggling being uh, Uday's double, and then. Makes his way to escape Iraq so that he can actually be free of the regime and more importantly of Uday Hussein as well. Just as a bit of a side note, Saddam Hussein is played by an Australian actor called Philip Quast who uh, many kids will know was a host on Play School <laughs> for quite a few years. Yeah. And he's totally unrecognisable and absolutely terrifying as Saddam Hussein. The movie wow. is really interesting. Uh, it's not the in-depth, 100% gripping insight that it really promises to be based on the premise, but it's a true story. And if you want more insight into where some of the characters from Ali's Wedding had to leave uh this is actually quite a good companion piece although the tone is completely completely opposite (laughs) to the film we've reviewed Mm -hmm. today but very well worth checking out on sbs on demand four out of five nice thank you so much for joining us for another lockdown special folks i hope that everyone stays safe for those who are able to please wear a mask while you're outdoors and when you're indoors, keep on streaming and binging. There's a world of movies out there. So, until next time.
3: I've
0: been a Philip Hanson.
3: I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantar And
2: I've been a Wayne Stellini. And you've just experienced Fredwatch.
0: Cue music! I don't deserve it this week.
2: You don't die. shut up Philip! <laughs> no. Back in your box, back in your box!
0: <laughs> back in your
3: box!
1: What's <laughs> in the box? In the box, that would be a Philip. <laughs>
2: and scene. Good job, folks. That was a great review.
1: Yay! Blooper reel!
2: I'm going to apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. It's
1: okay. I'm having flashbacks to um, Zulu, right? Uh, in advance of just in terms of just in terms of bloopers
2: going on. <laughs> I, I'm <laughs> sure if anyone's having um, PTSD flashbacks, it's a combination of Philip and me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. It was, I just it was so <laughs> late <wondering>. at night.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I was just wondering if Phil was about to get some sweet vengeance, but continue, Wayne.
2: <laughs> Look, um, if it makes if it makes you all feel better, I'll do my best to um, no. exceed 25 takes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, 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 I, I'm, I'm just joking. You're going <clears> to <throat> nail it. It's
2: fine. But it will be up to Ali to decide if he should go along with his arranged marriage to Yomna, Maha Wilson, or be with Diane, Helena, Sawaris. <laughs> damn it so close you're so close so, so we're us, so we so we so that's why I put the apostrophe
1: <laughs> oh wow an apostrophe ruined you I
2: know who am I <laughs> oh no
3: <laughs>
2: <clears throat> all right shake it off <clears throat> but Kendall were you front and center at Ali's wedding?
1: Hmm, was I? That is a fantastic question. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so yeah, I uh, I've heard many good things. Actually, can I just? Who's making noise in the background? It's it's coming through and it's distracting me. <laughs> Hilarious, but completely unsurprising. <laughs> just the fact that they, they get they get. I can't think of the right word. Um, the customs interrogation. Yeah, they get interrogated. Yeah, um, there's a w- there's a specific word I'm searching for, but it's not there. But yeah, inter- when they get it, uh, like you know, detained. Detained. Thank you. Mm. That's the word. They get detained.
3: <laughs> if he drinks the tea, it means he agrees to the arrangement. And for for us, it's it's. Um, sorry, I just got distracted. What was? Sorry, that? that's
1: that's my bad. I I I was loading up a. A thing and it, it it played something auto. I'm so sorry. I'm so it, sorry. Th- that's okay. <laughs> I did not um. mean to do that.
0: <laughs> I really loved the com com. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Can com com.
2: What's camaraderie? The- Start your sentence again, please. You
0: yeah, know I will. I will. I'm just trying to think of the word. Or, I, is
1: it com- is it camaraderie? Is that no. What you're trying to say?
0: The when sorry. when someone. I'm trying to think of another word for it, singular word for it. Um, when someone gets their dues, gets their comeuppance. Their, yeah, that. Another word for that, or sentence, or.
2: Well, what's your sentence? Say it the basically, long way. Basically,
0: basically, when the. Um, Louay. Is it Louay the the, the the bad sheriff? Sure. No,
1: Léa's Léa's the the son of the, no. the bad sheik. I guess no, uh, bad
0: sheik. Who's the bad sheik then?
2: Okay, I can't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember know his name either. Him, sorry. <laughs> that's <I'm> <sighs> <chick.
1: laughs> sorry, that's why I'm saying bad sheik. <sighs>
2: <chick.
1: sighs> yeah. So are you so, you trying to say like when he? When he gotta come up and, and at the end of the film. He gets what's yeah.
0: He gets what's coming to him. Hey, yeah, yeah, okay. He gets what's coming to him. There you go.
1: I was going to get my thesaurus out there. Well, you could
2: say, well, if you like, because way sort of gets it as well, really, because um, Ali hasn't been, sh- you know, hasn't brought shame upon uh, his father. So you could say Lui and his father, and you his like. father.
0: That's a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fa-
3: The father's name is Sayed.
0: So that's Sayed, is it? Awesome. Yes. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Cool. That, oh, that yeah. fixes it. Thank you. Thank that's you. all right. <laughs> I really enjoy. How did I say before, for example? I don't matter. You'll fix it.
2: I hope so. Mm.
1: <laughs> Finding yourself immersed within this world and just how diff how it different differentiates. Sorry, how it differentiates. I am gonna rate it Ooh, I think I needed a drum roll on this one because I can't pick if I <laughs> I can't pick which score which score it like it falls in right in this like line, I don't know. Sorry. Um, I'm just going to stick to my guns and give it a, a three and a half out of five.
3: So for me, it made me feel... Um, uh, made me feel... Uh, I can't think of the word now.
2: Thank you so much for joining us for another lockdown special, folks.
1: Thank you once again for having uh, me on the show. I love doing this. This is
2: awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Well, it's always a joy. Um, I would...